This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 606. Polyglot Ollie Richards shows you how to make greeting simple and easy. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 16 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection, with your American hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. And to instantly download your transcript from today's episode, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash transcripts, allearsenglish.com forward slash T-R-A-N-S-C-R-I-P-T-S. Do you get overwhelmed when you try to read in English? Do you stop and look up every single word? Today, Ollie's three powerful tips will show you how to move through your reading smoothly so that you can build confidence and actually enjoy what you're reading. Today, we have a guest on the show. Our guest today is Ollie Richards from the UK. He speaks eight languages, and he's the founder of the popular website, I Will Teach You a Language. He's also a best-selling author, and he runs language workshops all around the world. Now, let's meet Ollie. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, Ollie, welcome back to All Ears English. It's good to have you back on the show. How you doing? Hey, Lindsay. Yeah, really excited to be here. Great to be back and looking forward to chatting again today. I know you were here for episode 487, where we talked about general language learning and being a polyglot because you are a polyglot. Ollie, how many languages do you speak? Let's remind our audience here. Yeah, well, I think at the time, uh, I would have said eight, but since I've kind of dabbled in a couple more and I did, oh boy. I've done a little bit in German and I've actually just been to Thailand and spent two weeks in Thailand learning Thai intensively. But I wouldn't say I really speak those languages. I have uh, kind of, you know, a bit of, a bit of knowledge. And no, kind of, <laughs> but you, that's fantastic. I mean, you speak more languages than I do for sure and more languages than the majority of people in the world can. And so I feel like we have a lot to learn from you, Ollie. And today we're going to be talking specifically about reading, right? Reading in a new language. Yeah. So, I mean, a lot of our listeners feel like reading is just hard and it's tough work. It's kind of muddling through things. Why is it so hard in your mind, Ollie? There's a lot of different reasons, um, but I think what is most important is that we don't read the same way in a foreign language as we do in our mother tongue. And this is something that people kind of don't really, they're not really conscious of when they're reading. So like, for example, when we, if we were going to read a novel in in our mother tongue, then we're going to read, we're going to do certain things. If it's a if it's a normal novel, we're going to read, you know, without paying too much attention, we're going to kind of skip the odd word read through yeah. normally, um, just try to follow the main the main plot. But then as soon as we pick up a book in another language that we're learning, we don't yeah. do that anymore. Right. What do we do instead? And don't we freak out? I mean, do we really like feel like we have to know every word? Is that what we do? Exactly. I mean, and I, yeah. I catch myself doing this all the time. I start at the 
not with the first word of the page, I read the second word and the third <laughs> word. And as soon as I don't know a word, I freak out and I grab the dictionary and spend half an hour looking for the word in the dictionary. So this is the problem that we don't bring the same skills that we've yeah. learned growing up. Yeah, to that's our right on. I think language. that our. Li- yeah, I think our listeners will really resonate with that, too. I feel that that's what they do as well. That's what we all do. It's something about that innate perfectionism that we have that we're trying so hard to overcome here. So what do we do about it, Ollie? What do we do about this problem that reading is so hard? Do you have some tips for us today? I've got loads of tips. I mean, I mean the first thing to say really is that, you know, reading is it, it's not easy because what happens when you read is you're – when people write, when they write books, they are using the – best the highest form of the language you know yeah. when, I, when i write a blog post i don't just write casually like i speak i really choose careful words to express myself all right so reading yeah. is reading is not easy and one of the first problems that people come across is that you know if, if i say for example okay i want to try reading in in you know a, a new language that i'm learning i'm going to go and i'm going to choose something and it's going to be it's going to be difficult because there's going to be lots of words that I don't know. It's going to be written in a difficult style. And, yeah. and you know, there's going to be long chapters and things like that. And so the first thing is you've really got to think about what you choose to read. And it's probably going to be better to not read things that you would necessarily like to read in your mother tongue mm. at, at first. Okay. okay. So, so we have to be interested in this topic that we're reading about. Is that right? Is it just about the topic or the style or both? Well, I mean, th- in general, the number one rule of reading is you must read stuff that you like and you're interested in, right? Hmm. That's the number one thing because if you're enjoying it, if you're having fun, you're going to be motivated to keep reading. Sure. However, however, if the stuff that you're trying to read is just too hard for you, you're not going to learn anything. You're yeah. just going to get frustrated. And so there's a few things here. Like the first thing is it can be really helpful to read nonfiction instead of novels. Mm. So instructional stuff, like how-to books, self-help books, history books, things like that. Because people don't tend to write in such flowery language. If you read novels, people kind of invent all kinds of crazy words and, you know, they use vocabulary that's a bit bit kind of not every day. Yeah. And that's difficult for us to read. Oh, yeah. Tell me about it. I mean, sci-fi, for me, reading sci-fi in English is really challenging because you open a sci-fi book and it's so dense with this vocabulary that as a native speaker, even it's very hard. But picking up a kind of self-help book would be much more approachable. Right. Because the self-help book is going to say, you know, first you do this and then you should think about this. <laughs> it's usually, I mean, it might be, you know, you've got to choose something you're interested in. But yes. it, the, typically in nonfiction, the writing is cleaner and easier to read. So that's why I really don't like the advice that says, oh, go and read Harry Potter. Yeah. No, don't read Harry Potter. You're crazy. You're going to read about Hogwarts and spells and magicians. (laughs) You don't need that stuff. I mean, you know, you can get there eventually. Yeah. The kind of vocabulary you're going to learn is not going to be useful for you in daily English. Yeah, that's a really good point. And I think here at All Ears English, our listeners and I also love the idea of getting at another goal that's even bigger than just English, like using English as kind of the method to approach another goal, a larger goal in life. For example, I don't know, maybe there's some area of our lives we want to improve. Maybe we're building a business. We could have a business self-help book or maybe we want to get in shape. And so we could read about that in English. Instead of just focusing on English itself as a thing we're trying to learn, use English to learn about something else. I think that could come in with the nonfiction very well. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Choose something you're interested in in life, whether it's how to how to lose weight, whether it's how to stop smoking, whether yeah. it's like, tra- uh, you know, travel guides to to the UK and then read that stuff in English. Love that. Love that, Ollie. I love that tip. So that's number one. So what would be your second tip then? Okay. So this comes back to skills, to reading skills. And you remember how at the beginning we talked about how it's very, very kind of instinctive for us to read every word and stop when we don't understand something. Okay. Yes. So what we need to do is to get away from this habit. The point of reading of what we might call extensive reading, which is to read for fun and it's to read for pleasure and to read in order to spend time with the language. The point is not to read and understand every word. The point is just to, like I said, spend time with the language, read it for fun, and that way you're going to learn more naturally. And so the, when you next time you sit down and read, what I want you to do is to think, okay, my aim here, my goal is not to understand every word. My goal is simply to get to the end of the chapter. Hmm. All right. So you say, I'm going to open the book. I'm going to read the first page and I'm going to keep reading until I get to the end of the chapter. I'm not going to look up any words. I'm not going to look at the dictionary. I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to panic. I am Mm -hmm. simply going to make it my goal to get to the end of the chapter. Mm -hmm. And then you can follow this kind of process and it's going to mean you cover much, 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 much more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I like that. And I also think we're going to get a sense of accomplishment, right? When we finish that chapter, it's going to start building on itself. And we need that sense of accomplishment to want to keep going, right, Ollie? That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And this is why we're trying to choose books which are which have simpler English, which are easy to use. Um, and then that's why we're also trying to read as much as possible. Because something else happens, something kind of magical happens when you read more when you cover more pages, when you get to the end of the chapter, you start to develop the skill of figuring out what difficult words mean, even though you don't know those words. Ooh. Right? Because if you read, if you try to read and understand the whole chapter, then even if you come across a difficult word, you still have to try and get the point, right? You Mm. understand the gist of what we're saying. So you're developing the same kind of skills that you have in your mother tongue that you that you forgot about when you're reading English. Yeah. And I think this is also going to put us in the right mindset for conversation, for listening practice, because it's the same skill that we need when it comes to listening. It's the same mindset that we just need the gist. We don't need every single word. Otherwise, we're just going to sink and we're going to have to be out of that conversation. To get in the conversation, we need the gist. And this is the same mentality that we need for conversation. I love it. Absolutely. Okay, cool. So the goal is to get to the end of the chapter. Don't worry about picking up a dictionary and don't overanalyze. Don't be a perfectionist. Just keep moving through the chapter at a fast pace, right? That's it. And it's, I think it's important to say as well that, you know, if you can be comfortable with not understanding everything, that's a huge benefit to have. All right. So many of us were like, we, we want to 
understand everything. We want to learn as much as we can. But actually, in language learning, it is a really, it's a real asset for you. It's a huge skill to be able to say, you know what? I didn't understand that word, but that's okay. And I'm not going to let myself freak out about it. Yeah, <clears throat> I think that's a parallel for a lot of aspects of life. You know, we just at some point <laughs> in life to be successful, we realize that we just can't know everything about everything, but we have to move forward in our business building and our daily lives and whatever task we're trying to accomplish. We have to move forward regardless. And I think our listeners will really identify with building that mentality. That's the mentality to success in my mind. Yeah, that's exactly it. it. You know, try to be, try not to just focus on the words, but take a step back and think about how you're reading and the process that you're using to read. Love it. And that, yeah. Love it, Ollie. What would be your third tip then? Okay. So the third tip is actually going like going full circle here because we've said about, okay, we need to choose the right books to read yep. in the first place. We need to have a mentality of, okay, I'm going to try to get through the chapter, get yep. through the book first and foremost. But sometimes there will be vocabulary that you don't understand. And there yeah. will be some of those words are going to be very important. Okay. Okay. So, for example, if you are if you're reading a book on how to stop smoking mm -hmm. and you come across the word nicotine. Yeah. <laughs> maybe you don't know what that word means. But is it an important word to know? Must yeah. be. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's central to the topic. It's very important to know what that word is. Yeah. And so usually what happens is when you're reading something, important words will crop up more than once, right. again and again and again. Yes. And so this is like a little rule for you to, uh, to, for you to know, okay, when am I going to stop and look up a word in the dictionary? Because sometimes you need to, okay, let's be honest. We, sometimes you do need to know what a word mm. means. Now, this is a rule that I learned from yeah. my friend Alex Rawlings, who's a great polyglot. And he, we were talking about, um, about the reading process and, and he told me this rule and I've used it ever since. And it's been extremely useful, which is this. Only look up a word in the dictionary if you've seen it five times. I love that. Only look up a word in the dictionary if you've seen it five times. And that helps you to be sure that that word is important. Because let's face it, if you've seen a word five times, is it going to be important? What do you think? Mm, probably it is. It's probably <laughs> trying to tell you something. And I love this. This reminds me a bit of the 80-20 principle, Ollie. I mean, it's a very smart use of your time. If we're looking up every word... And when we never see those words again, it's a bit of a waste of our time. But if we're starting to notice where we might want to spend our time, because that's a big word that's going to help us understand a bigger chunk of the book, that makes so much sense. It's a very smart use of our time. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, sometimes, you know, you're going you're gonna to break the rule and that's okay. But as a general way to kind of guide you through your reading, we, we're going to say, okay, my aim is to get to the end of the chapter. Yeah. I'm not going to look up any words until that word appears five times and then I'm allowed to look up that word. And if you okay. follow that simple rule, you're going to find it much more, a much more productive experience to read. Oh, I love this. I love how simple these tips are, but they seem very powerful to me, especially this last one. I think that this final tip would be a really good way or the combination of the three tips. If our listeners can, you know, put this into action as soon as possible, guys, this would be a really good way to break out of that perfectionistic cycle that I think a lot of us are stuck in when it comes to reading. Yes. Absolutely. Love it. So, Ollie, did you read a bit while you were in Thailand? Now, as you were in Thailand in the past month, were you a beginner in Thai when you just, just yeah. moved, uh, started there? Okay. Yeah. Did you start reading in Thai at all or no. do you do reading later? No. 
Yeah, well, so, I mean, I think it's one of those interesting things where you, if you're learning a language with a different alphabet, this yeah. ch- this changes things, right? So, like, for example, yeah, if you're but... learning Chinese, then reading is extremely hard. Oh, you, yeah, You've definitely. got thousands of characters to learn. Uh, whereas if you're learning English, you can start reading from the beginning. Now, in the case of Thai... There are, I think it's 44 consonants and 16 vowels, mm. approximately. And the reading system is, the writing system is quite complex. And so I made the decision that for the two weeks I was going to learn Thai, I wasn't going to learn to read because I would okay. prefer to focus on speaking instead. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. Well, very cool. Maybe we'll have you on the show again another time to summarize how you approached learning the language from the beginning or how you would approach learning a language from the intermediate to the advanced level. I feel like we have a lot to learn from you, Ollie, because you've learned all of these languages. And I think that there's a certain method. There are methods that we start to figure out what works and we get better and better at learning as we move on to our fifth, our sixth, or seventh language. Yeah. And that's you know, this is really the kind of stuff that I, I talk about a lot on my podcast as well. It's like these yes. strategies, like how do you start at the beginning and then how do you get to advanced? Because yes. you know, like you say, once you've once you've been through this process a few times, yeah, you, you do figure out some tips and tricks along yeah, the way to, I, to do it better. I love that. I love that. But bringing it back to reading, I know, Ollie, you are just pretty soon here publishing a new book that could maybe give us a bit more depth into how to go about this reading method that you have. Could you let our listeners know how to find that and how to find what you're doing online? Sure, yeah. So the, the book's already published, actually. You can find it on Amazon, and it's called English Short Stories for Intermediate Learners by Ollie Richards. So if you just go to Amazon and you search for English short stories, intermediate, and then my name, Ollie Richards, then you will find it. And the reason I created this book is because for exactly what we're talking about, right? So many people want to read English, but they find it difficult. And so I decided to create some short stories that are especially for people around the upper intermediate level. Good. And they the stories are written in a way that help you read. So, for example, we've got short chapters so that you mm-hmm. can get to the end and feel happy, feel that you've achieved something. Right. We've got summaries of every chapter. So when you get to the end of the chapter, you can read a little summary about what's happened to check that you've understood the plot. Yeah. We've got com- uh, questions about what to check your understanding of the of what's happened so did this happen or did this happen and it helps you to go back and read we've got it uses a slightly limited vocabulary and less complex sentences so that you can really focus on actually the enjoyment of reading and having fun whilst you're reading and um and also the stories are very fun and they're kind of weird and interesting as well so with (laughs) this kind of combination of all these things uh you know the idea is that it's a you can enjoy reading and that's really what I think the most important thing is of all. I love that. I mean, I think for a lot of our listeners, a lot of our listeners are at that upper intermediate to advanced level. And I think this would be kind of the intermediate step that you guys might need here to then go on and continue with your confidence using everyday materials, just normal native materials. But this might be the step to build those skills. And then you can take those skills into the world and do your reading and and then move on from there and build your confidence. But Ollie is going to show you how to do this reading using his method here. And I highly recommend that you go over and check it out. And you also, Ollie, you have a podcast too. How can we find you online in terms of your website and your podcast? Yeah, so the podcast is called I Will Teach You a Language. So you can just open up iTunes or your favorite podcast app and search I Will Teach You a Language there. And I'd love to have you over on the podcast for some more 
language learning ideas and, and motivation. And then the blog as well. If you like reading blogs, you can go to IWillTeachYourLanguage.com and you can find what I'm writing about there. All right. Excellent. Well, thanks for coming on the show again for episode, your second guest episode here. We love having you on, Ollie, and we hope to have you on again soon. That's great. Thanks so much, Lindsay. I really enjoyed chatting to you again and uh, good luck, everybody. Keep it up. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to All Ears English. And if you need a seven or higher on your IELTS exam to achieve your life vision, then our insider method can get you there. Start with our free video series masterclass. Get video one now at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then subscribe to our show on your phone or on your computer. See you next time.